Yep, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Alex Show. It's me, yo, Just Alex, aka Famous Community College Dropout with Opinions. How y'all doing today, man? You doing good, looking good, smelling good, hope you're feeling good. Check this out. I probably have a short episode lined up for y'all today. I ain't got a whole lot to talk about. But uh, we're going to get into the topics right after this. She told me she wanna be free. Said she been needing some real in her life. I said, baby, you looking for me? 
Said she been manifesting, focused on herself and protecting the peace. Yeah. Then she told me her ex keep on working her nerves. Said, baby, I know where that be. Listen, mommy, I got what you need. I'm talking flights out to the West Coast just to sample some weed. Then I tell your ass up on the beach. Shot been grinding and putting in overtime. Baby been working all week. But as soon as she clock out that desk and them glasses come off, she gon' turn to a freak. Go see no acting the captain in me, baby. You gon' get clapped in this Jeep. Let me flatten the seats in the back when I'm smacking your cheeks. If you keep sending them bitches to me in the studio, you gon' awaken a beast. Girl, you know what it is. I'ma give you the business as soon as you tell me you're free. Yeah. Ooh, baby, say what's on your mind. You the baddest, gotta make it mine. Real ones too hard to find. Hit my line for some free time. Come through and relax your mind. Good gas, we gon' sip some wine. Hit my line for some free time. Free time, baby, free time. Hey, baby. It's been a long ass week and I've been thinking about you. Just reaching out to see when you got some free time. I'm gonna be free a little bit later tonight for you. Can you pull up? Girl, you've been all in my mind. Gotta make your mind. Hey, hit me up for some free time. Free time, baby, free time. Free time. Yeah. That pussy one of a kind. You're so goddamn reaching out to see when you got some free time. I've been thinking about you this weekend. I've been missing you. Won't you hit me back? Let me know you got some free time for me. Regardless, in single mother households, show sometimes the regard was it felt like hell here, and I can't dwell here. The real is back though, if you can't tell yet. And this time I'm strapped with tats across the belly, talking border you lost already. And they got the shooters with them, and they brought machetes. Come touch the coast with Ray Nephew, I love the Henny. And what get me is we roll it loud, but they blow the smoke, and it's funny all the things that they be taking for jokes. And it's more than just a play on words, like God, I hope this prayer works. Manifesting my destiny, these racing to be as prayers first. And straight work is as if he let the pen lurk on the page for some time, just in search of sunshine. The straight work. It's as if he let the pen lurk on the page for some time, searching for sunshine. God asked you to bear with me. You was in all that pain. Y'all should tear with me. Life's a beautiful bitch, but don't you tear with me. It spread like wildfire. That's when the fear hit me. Too much I didn't say. That's when the spare hit me. Wait, who do that shit? It was sharp as fuck until you was gone. I ain't mean know how deep I was cut. Though it's a metaphor. I still picture the blood. I know you still here. Cause I picture the love. And it's more than deep. You left my spirit touched. I owe me is we, so it's forever us. That's me in heaven. This is you on earth. Return to the dirt to perpetuate the angel's birth. I hope you hear me. Now I know you do. And you ain't gotta ask. Should I know you too?
see it coming down my eyes So I had to make the song cry At least God made it a good day Had the mornings we was mourning Whether my show or my rain chick Look, I'm performing Who's concerned by how you're going Fresh in my shot to post Gotta be strong, I suppose It's love for the ones that I love And no matter what the Dylan name Tomorrow I might sell you Don't love hell like prayer Cookies and raw paper I'm with the fine baked up Four long blades Hey, time that your ball wake up And sometimes I see your face in the clouds And you live in my heart Thought of you, I tear and it's down and Cookies and raw paper I'm with the fine baked up Four long blades Hey, time that your ball wake up And sometimes I see your face in the clouds But you live in my heart Thought of you, I tear and it's a party Nobody flagged me as of yet, so you know what I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna keep it rocking how it's been rocking. But um, yeah, man, let's go ahead and get into these topics. Uh, so I know last week <coughs> I did an episode with Taj, Tajma, and um, she ain't really up on the music and things like that, so I kind of skipped over the album or the music portion for the most part. But uh, also it wasn't really a whole lot to drop last week uh, as far as albums go. The only thing that dropped was a uh, Lil Uzi. So um. I get yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and start with that today. Um the little Uzi album, the pink tape. Um in my opinion, first of all, let me say I am a little Uzi fan, so I'll start with that. My my opinion is already biased out the door. But uh I'm a yeah, I'm a little Uzi fan. I really like Lil Uzi. I'm really a I'm really a fan of Lil Uzi. Uh more specifically I wanna say like his first two his first two uh tapes is is when I really got on to him. Uh the one he did with Future, I really like that one a lot. I like the original one. The the deluxe one, not so much. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um so let me see. Other than that, uh Eternal to Take, uh which was I think his last album, that was uh from what I what I can remember, that was pretty cool. I I like that one too. Um and then he has singles and Lucy's and whatnot. That I also really, really rock with, but uh, for the most part, I am a little Uzi. I, I, I excuse me, I am a little Uzi fan. He doesn't really drop a lot that I really dislike, uh, because if you listen to this show any, uh, any frequently enough or at all, really, you already know. I, I really like when an artist do the non-traditional rap, the non-traditional hip hop. And uh, that's really what Lil Uzi is. So um, he dropped this album, The Pink Tape. And he's been he's been kind of teasing or advertising this album for for a while now, for a while now. I'm I'm a I'm a I am a fan of his music, but I don't really keep up with him as far as you know. <coughs> the, excuse me, the uh, social medias and whatnot all the time. But uh, he has been teasing this album, so this has been something that his hardcore fans have really been tuned into. Um, for me, it was pretty good. I know the overall con- the overall uh the overall consensus of the album anyway is that it's not really all that. But to me personally, again, somebody who is a Uzi fan, uh, a Uzi fan, 
it is what I expected. Outside of it's maybe two or three songs where he tries some really like screamo type shit. I'm not fucking with that at all, bro. At all. I'm not fuck I'm not I'm not rocking with that at all. Uh but outside of those, like I said, two or three songs, it's uh it's pretty good to me. It's pretty good to me. It, it definitely sounds like his his uh traditional projects, his traditional albums or whatnot. He's uh if you're not really that familiar with Lil Uzi, he does the like um rock star hip hop kind of thing. So it's kinda like a you can tell he's very heavily influenced by rock and roll and uh like punk rock, I guess you would call it. Uh he's very in, very much influenced by this. A lot of like guitars and strings and things like that. Um but yeah, in my personal opinion, like I said, this is exactly what I expected from Lil Uzi. Uh, a lot of the people, a lot of the internet is saying that it's it's mid. It's not really all that, which prompted Lil Uzi to get on the internet. Um, what when he dropped it, the week that he dropped it, saying that he basically gave the the bullshit speech that all the artists give when they get the feedback that they not really want from their project that they release. And uh, he basically, in a roundabout way, said that this isn't the album that he actually wanted to drop. He he, he kind of put it out that, like, this is the label album. This is the album that the label kind of forced him to drop. And he said that if his fans get this album to number one, that he was going to drop the album that his fans really uh, really wanted. So, basically, uh, <laughs> he basically, he, he, he tried to say he experimented, he experimented with some shit. And the fans for the mo- or the internet for the most part didn't really like it. I ain't really seen no really Uzi fans who really said that they disliked the whole thing like that. It's more so just like the the gen pop, I guess, <laughs> like the uh, the average listener or the average consumer, or whatever. They kind of said that they ain't really rocking with it like that. But uh, as far as the Uzi fans, I ain't really like I said had nobody seen nobody say that they disliked it disliked it as a as a uh as a whole um but yeah he did the whole song and dance so this ain't my real album if y'all get this number one i'll put the real album out and um i mean you got to do what you got to do i guess in in today's time marketing is marketing i'm sure uzi is at at the very least he's at the caliber artist to where whatever he puts out People are gonna listen to at least one time, so he can almost guarantee that he's gonna get that one, that one listen through from everybody. Uh, but like I said, as an Uzi fan, uh, I'm. It's not bad to me. Like again, it's something that I. It's exactly what I expected when I clicked on a little Uzi album, except for like I said, those two or three songs, and maybe three or four songs on there that is really on some. Like I said, the screamo. The screamo heavy rock bullshit. I not that yeah, you miss me with that, fam. Um, let me see. He has a couple. He only he only has a handful of features on here, really. Uh, see, you got one with Travis Scott, Nicki Minaj. Uh, let me see. Bring me the horizon. I don't know who. I don't know who that is. Don Tolliver. And uh, outside of that, that that's all the features anyway. Uh, I think he did put the deluxe out already. I'm not 100% sure, but um, as far as the original, um, as far as, as far as the original version of the album, I'm not mad at it, bro. I'm not mad at it at all. It's definitely something. It's definitely not something. Lil Uzi's music is not something that you go outside of. 
And this is probably because this is one of the favorites of mine. Outside of his one of his first mixtape, uh, Lil Uzi vs. The World. Yeah, outside of Lil Uzi vs. The World. And then the one he got with uh, Future, which was Pluto and Baby Pluto. And then probably uh, one of the one of the Love is Rage. I can't remember. Is Love is Rage 2 or the first Love is Rage? Uh, outside of those, uh, Lil Uzi to me is not somebody who gets like regular everyday rotation you kind of gotta you definitely gotta be in a mood to listen to Lil Uzi shit uh well I do anyway you have to be in a mood to listen to Lil Uzi shit but this is definitely something that I downloaded this is definitely something that I will go back and listen to uh as time goes on but uh moving on from that because uh last week and I didn't know that this was coming out but last week Lil Vaughn not Lil Vaughn <laughs> last week uh King Von's album dropped his uh posthumous album uh and I'm gonna be honest with you I hope it's the last one because I kind of I really hate and I know I get on here talk about all the time with the specifically with the juice world shit but I hate when they when an artist passes on and they just continue to put their music out just like fam you gotta you gotta let this shit you gotta let shit go at some point uh again I understand certain circumstances where it's kind of like the artists own their music, so you're doing it for their kids. I can kind of see a situation like that, but it, I mean, a whole album, like, come on, bro. Again, Juice WRLD has released probably twice as much music since he's passed that he had when he was here. It's like, fam, at some point we got to stop it. But the King Von, uh, so yeah, this is King Von's first, and I'm hoping only posthumous album. Uh, it's called Grandson, which was his, I guess, street nickname or whatever. Um, and uh, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. It's like that. I'm not going to hold you. It is really like that. He 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 got some – it's some shit on here, bro. It is really some shit on here. It starts the – al- the album starts off with the fucking banger that don't miss. And then the real IP, uh, right back with the real IP with uh, G Herbal after that. And then Hitman. And then into Phil Jackson, so it's like the first, the first four songs, don't miss real IP Hitman and Phil Jackson. The first four songs, out the gate is fucking hit the ground running. I'm talking about this is this is definitely a way to hit the ground running. Um, and overall, the whole tape is really good, but it's just certain runs that this album goes on. Like I said, it's the first four first four songs back to back is is like that. Robberies is pretty good too. Uh, the little Dirk single that he has is not really my favorite, my favorite uh, on this album by any means. Uh, my personal favorite probably be between Hitman and Phil Jackson. With uh, Phil Jackson is with uh, Polo G. Polo G be smoking shit, bro. I, I'm not gonna hold you, and I gotta stop. I gotta stop slacking because I've only listened to I think Polo G's second album, and I want to say bro told me he was putting out another one, another one sometime this year. I can't. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not exactly sure when or if he's even announced. Uh, if he's even announced when uh, he's gonna put an album out, but um, I gotta. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta stop sleeping on Polo G because Polo G be smoking these features, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. Every time I hear Polo G on something, he smokes it. When it's somebody else's shit, and I really like the album that I did here, which is I think the Goat, something the Goat or the Goat something, whichever one that was. I heard that one. Uh, that one was really good too. But anytime 
I see featuring Polo G, I already know what's gonna I know I already know this shit gonna get smoked, bro. He is definitely one of them artists that's he be smoking shit. And like I said, I do like his solo shit. I just ain't checked all of it out yet. So I gotta stop I gotta stop slacking on that and really get on to uh get on the Polo G's um solo shit. But uh back to what I was saying about the King Von album. Uh again, the runs that's on this album, like I said, the first four songs, and then it comes right back, um, let me see. Between five and between five and like eight, it's kind of like they still they still good songs. It's still cool, but then the run between heartless, jealous, act up, think I'm a hoe, and then all we all we do is drill. How does what does all we do is drill? How does that work? I gotta hear a little bit of that real quick. Ah, uh, that one that one's pretty cool. But yeah, the the uh, between what is what did I say? Heartless, jealous, heartless, jealous, act up, and then think I'm a hoe. That's another what four song run? One, two, three. Yeah, that's another four song run in this album where it's just like back to back. Them shits is fucking bangers, bro. Back to fucking back. Uh, and then you skip forward. Uh, track number fourteen with the four two four two Doug or forty two Doug, whichever one it is. That one's really good too, and I'm also not a fan of. Oh, not, let me let me not say I'm not a fan of. I just haven't really listened to uh, Four Two Doug like that to really, really know if I'm a fan or not. But he got a couple of features too that I really rock with. So maybe I got to check some of his stuff out. I know we put out the tape with the uh, ESCG, which is somebody else, that, <laughs> somebody else that I, I. But with ESCG, I will say I just can't get into ESCG. I don't know what it is. He just, the way he, I don't know if it's the way he raps. I don't know if it's the beats he pick. I don't know what it is, but ESTG is not somebody that I've, he is somebody who I've tried to uh, listen to a few songs of, of his own. I really can't just get, I really just can't get into him. But uh, they do have a tape together, uh, ESTG and 42 Doug. And there's like two or three songs on there that I really like. But uh, again, when it comes to 42 Doug's solo, uh, solo music, I haven't really got into it like that. I'm gonna be honest with you. He also had uh four two. He also had a couple songs on the uh what label is he on? He's on um CMG on the CMG collab tape. But of course that was a that was a posse cut album because that was everybody on CMG Money Bag uh Money Bag. Who the fuck is on CMG Money Bag? Mozzie. Uh, ESTG, 42 Doug, uh, Gotti, and Glorilla. It's somebody else. Somebody else I'm forgetting. But yeah, that was a posse cut. But it was a couple songs on there that I <clears throat> that I remember liking that he was on. But again, as far as his solo projects go, I I haven't gave him a chance just yet. But uh, back this King Von album though. This King Von album is definitely something that's been in rotation. It's been in heavy rotation. I'm be honest with you. I really like this album, really a lot, a lot. This is. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. This this album is a lot better than Lil Durk's album. Even like I don't know what it was that Lil Durk album really just wasn't it for me, bro. But this King Von shit, th that that was the one. Dirk, I'd probably say Dirk, and I I can't really say Young Thug because I'm not I'm I'm already not really a Thug fan like that. But Dirk probably has as far as the quote unquote street niggas go. Dirk has the the weakest album dropped this year so far, and 
he's supposed to be the bigger artist of all the again quote unquote street diggers that's been dropped this year. Between um, I see who would it be? It would be Dirk, Dirk, Gunna, Thug. Uh, let's see, little baby ain't dropped this year. Money bag he dropped early this year. Uh, fuck yeah, damn it really ain't been a lot of. It really ain't been a whole lot of hip hop that dropped this year, especially when, it, when you think of like major artists, major projects and whatnot. Because again, we only had Moneybag, Dirk. Dirk probably been the biggest name to drop this year, and again, he had well one of the biggest names between him and him and uh Thug. But uh Dirk had, in my opinion, anyway, one of the weaker albums out of the albums of the major and even the second level or second tier major artists that dropped this year so i don't know i don't, I don't know what they say i don't again that's just my opinion i don't know what that says about dirk though he because his last dirk be putting some solid solo shit out but this last one just wasn't it in my opinion this last one really wasn't in my opinion i've really been still going back to the one that he did with little baby though that shit is that shit is in heavy rotation uh, the what is it called? Voice of, Voice of the Heroes, I think. But yeah, that shit is in heavy rotation. But um, again, like I said, King Von Grandson shit just dropped last week. Is in is is in has been and will continue to be in heavy rotation because this shit is this shit is like that. It's not a whole lot of features. Well, it's a it's a decent amount of features, but it it doesn't feel too heavy. He de- he definitely has some song. The songs on here that's not that doesn't have features on it, he definitely carries by himself. Regardless of how old these songs are, whatever the fuck they had to do to put these uh, songs or these verses together, they did that shit. Whoever produced this shit, whoever mastered this shit, they definitely did that shit because I, I'm I'm rocking with this. I'm I'm really rocking with this. Um, but let me see. As far as music goes, I think that's that's pretty much all that um that's pretty much all that dropped. <coughs> um outside of singles i mean outside of uh albums and whatnot there was a couple of singles that dropped i know um let me see travis scott just announced like a couple of days ago that his album was coming out i think the 20 28th i believe yeah the 28th uh, i know reason was just on joe budden's podcast he said his album is coming the 28th too i think um, shout out to uh Slade the Supreme. I'm gonna have him on here in a couple of weeks. His album is coming out on the 28th. Um, it's somebody else. Uh, Post Malone. He's not really. I guess I they consider him a rapper. I don't think he's really rap or hip hop. He's more so of like a pop star singing type shit. But his shit is coming out on the 28th too. I think. God. It's a it's a lot happening on the twenty eighth. It's a lot of albums coming out on the twenty eighth. Um, let me see. Is anybody else coming out? Not that I can think of. Uh also going back to a uh, reason being on Joe Bud and talking about his album, Reason also said that it's gonna be I think three more albums from T D E that dropped this year. So uh we gonna assume because we just got a scissor album. Kendrick ain't on T D E no more, so that that counts that uh knocks him too off uh i know j-rock just put a single out i think today i think j-rock's single came out today so we gonna assume well, i'm gonna assume anyway 
J-Rock is coming this year. Pause. Schoolboy album is coming this year. Because I seen Schoolboy talking about his shit. Uh, his shit was finished. I seen Schoolboy talking about his shit was finished on something. It might have been Instagram or something. I don't know. And then it'll be between probably, who is it? Uh, 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 fuck, I can't even think of the nigga's name. Isaiah Rashad and Sir. And I'm hoping it's going to be Isaiah Rashad. When did when did Isaiah when did Zay's last project come out? Has it been two years yet? <clears throat> Let me see. When did the house is burning? That came out in twenty one. So yeah, it might be. But hold on, when did Sir's shit last drop? Let's see. Let's see real quick. Let's see. Uh, Sir's last project was Chasing. Damn, twenty nineteen. Yeah, so it's probably Sir. Probably gonna be Sir. Which I ain't. I ain't mad at, I ain't mad at. Sir makes Sir makes some great music, but uh, I I I um I was kind of thinking it was gonna be Isaiah Rashad, but yeah, it's probably gonna be Sir. But it's definitely definitely J Rock because, like I said, J Rock is putting out. Let me see. I think let me make sure real quick because I want to say he did just put out a uh he did just put a single out either this week or last week. Uh, let me see. East Side single. Uh, was that this week? The 27th. Uh, huh? Oh, oh, okay, it comes out next week. I thought he had one out already, though. Hold on. Hold on, cuz. Oh, he put one out last month. Oh, he put something out last month. So, yeah, it's definitely gonna be, uh, definitely gonna be Reason first, and then probably, uh, J-Rock next. And then Schoolboy Q would probably be sometime in the winter. And then, uh, like I said, I'm assuming it's going to be Sir because he hadn't dropped in, like, what, three, four years now? So uh, we're going to see, though. We're going to see. But uh, as far as music, yeah, that's, like I said, outside of singles and up-and-coming shit, that's, that's the Lil Uzi and King Von's the only thing that dropped. Uh, but let me see. Moving on from that, and uh, actually, before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and get into another music break. So uh, we'll move on right after this. <laughs> All right, we back. Uh, something that I've been meaning to talk about the last couple last couple episodes because I finally got to watch it. Uh, and I hope I didn't talk about this already. I don't think I did, but uh, we're going we gonna to talk about it real quick. The, uh, the 85 South Show on uh netflix so i know i came in here a couple episodes ago when they announced that uh they was they had a a uh comedy special coming out on netflix uh it finally came out i think i actually think it came out the the same week that i talked about it but uh it finally came out and i finally got to watch it and uh it was it was good it was good i really i really rock with 85 south show i really fuck with everything that they doing over there uh i know they talk about all the time doing a uh well, Carlos, anyway, he talks about all the time that they have a movie. Excuse me. They have a movie in production that they're working on. So I can't wait to see what this shit going to be like. It's going to definitely be, uh, I feel like that's definitely going to be something that's that's very, very hilarious and very, uh, I'm just very interested to see what them niggas put together as far as the type of movie and whatnot that they come out, they come up with. But uh, anyway, this uh, 85 South show, I think it was called the uh, Ghetto Legends. If I'm not mistaken, 
Ghetto Legends on Netflix. Either way, you just get on uh, Netflix and search 85 South Show. I'm sure most of y'all have seen it already, but uh, it was good. It was good. It, I, I, like I said, I really fuck with 85 South Show. Uh, if you have never watched any of their shit before, I would highly suggest that you pull something up on YouTube and watch that because the way that they do their shows is not none of that shit is scripted. I, I've I've actually been fortunate enough to see their show live. Uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen any of them perform their stand up like their stand up routines um, as of yet. But I have been fortunate enough to go to an 85 South show. And it was, I don't want to say just like what you've seen on Netflix, because it, it really wasn't. It was kind of, what they did on Netflix was really toned down as far as what they do and what they actually do in real life. And also what they actually do on uh, uh, previous previous live shows that, again, you can find on YouTube and things like that. But uh, it's it's very much a, a improv show. It's very much a you never know what the fuck might happen next kind of show. It's a full-on live performance, bro. Like, they'll get on. They might spend half, they not even half. They might spend 10 minutes rapping, freestyling, going back and forth. They might spend another 10, 15 minutes in the crowd fucking with people that's just in the crowd that's there watching and whatnot. They might pull motherfuckers on stage and do some jokes. It's, it's a whole lot of shit, a whole lot of what you've seen on the Netflix special, if you watched it, is a whole lot of what they do uh, during their live show, but it's also, like I said, it was a toned-down version of it. It was, and not really. I want to say it was toned down because I'm sure it's some shit that, that they had to edit out because Netflix went from the air, all that, because they do go to that side of, like, the dark humor kind of stuff, and it's certain, just certain things that Netflix is not going to let motherfuckers get away with if, you, if your name ain't like a, a, a Dave Chappelle-esque type you know what i'm saying not saying the 85 side show is not or will not be that but i just don't see them having that that type of freedom just yet anyways but um yeah again their live show is is it, it's fucking amazing bro i'm not gonna hold you i'm not gonna hold you at all like i said i've been fortunate enough to see it live but i've also uh watched several of the episodes on youtube and they have their own app now, which is the 85, 85 channel or channel 85. But uh, every time you look at a show or every time you go see a show, it's a completely different show. It's a completely different show every single time. Like I said, none of this shit is scripted. None of this shit is wrote down jokes or rehearsed jokes or anything like that. They might have like one or two songs that they do that's kind of like fan favorites kind of thing. Uh, but other than that, everything is brand new on the spot. It's, you never know what the fuck might happen. It's, it's loud. It's fucking funny. It's, it's, I mean, sometimes they go, they have, re they have real, like, real life conversations type shit about some, some, like, some real shit that's going on. Like, it's, it's really a great show. So, if, because I've seen a lot of people on, uh, and not even a lot of people, but I seen some people who may not be for may not be as familiar with their with their shows and whatnot say that they didn't really find it funny or they didn't really find it as funny as they thought they would. And I'ma definitely say if you didn't find 
the Netflix shit as funny as you thought you would or as funny as the clips that you've seen uh, online of them or whatnot, again, I would highly recommend that you go look them up on YouTube, download their app, or go see them in person because them motherfuckers is on tour. They on tour all the time. I think they were just in Charlotte like last weekend, if I'm not mistaken. And I want to say they're going to Virginia next. So, yeah, definitely if you get a chance to go see their shit, definitely go see their shit because, again, you never know what the fuck you're going to expect. You're not going to get the same show that you've seen on Netflix. It's going to be a completely different everything. Uh, when they do do the live shows, they don't have the the multiple music musical guests. Like every now and then if they go to certain shows or certain cities or whatever and uh, they just happen to be cool with somebody who does music in the area, they will bring that person out or something like that. But for the most part, it's really just them three on stage telling jokes, cracking jokes, telling stories, doing whatever the fuck they're doing. And like I said, you just never know what the fuck you're going to get. So uh, definitely if you haven't watched it yet, I would definitely suggest watching that. And then also watching just any any random one on YouTube. It really don't even matter. Like you can just go on YouTube, type in 85 South Live Show and just click one. And you'll, you'll see exactly what the fuck I'm saying. But uh, anyways, moving on from that, um, um, and maybe that should have been uh, Black Excellence. Maybe that should have been my Black Excellence. But uh, anyways, we we here now. <coughs> um, let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They scared to come outside. Tell the boys they better pray. Tell the boys stay out the way. Tell them ain't nobody safe on my mama on my gang. We gon' put it in their face. Yeah. Niggas know we stepping night and day. Niggas know we stepping now and later. Until that hearse, it ain't no mercy, that's just how we made. You hear that church up in my verses, that's just how we raised. Fuck them, I'm a Merkham guy, said ain't nobody perfect. Lost my little brother, I've been trying to hide the hurt. Push up on the other side and put them all on shirts. I clean this blood on my Jesus, please. Jesus, please. Say, there's a heaven for a real one. I had to smoke them, even Moses had to kill one. Do it for the bills, I swear this shit is getting ill. Let's get it from Pray for these baguettes, I pray for better days. I ain't pray for that new vet, I'd rather have my dogs back. Lord, protect me with this tech. I ain't pray for this protect. Remember the day I got the text, another fatherless child. Can't act right cause they left him fatherless. No hood harder than fatherhood. Who gon' teach your son to go farther than father did? All these kids raising all these kids. Push to start up my starter kit. Another fatherless child, influenced by the crowd. I'm a victim of the system, but I'm a suspect to the victim. I'm in church with a loaded weapon. I can't even trust the reverend i'm praying with my eyes open hoping i don't catch the covid 19 bullets in a 40 you not from round where i'm round boss up or get bossed around ac on with the top down would you look at me now if you ain't come see me then why would you come see me now
cruising down the river, dancing till your feet got numb. Cool summer breezes blowing through your hair as you stood gazing down the river in anticipation of the thrill of the dizzying rides at the amusement park. Ah, memories of Boblo Island. Just jealous of everybody that's headed out on that Boblo boat. It is the perfect weather, the perfect time to enjoy a few snacks. Oh man, I wish I was joining you with a little cheese and crackers, a little can I wine, a little real meaty on ice, some Harvey Bristol Green. But let's do this only on Smooth FM. Nothing compared to our family trips. My uncle shook hands with the manly grip. All this hand-me-down shit I had had an uncanny fit. All the gangsters I had in my family had me any bitch. My granddaddy mistress caught the business from my granny fist. That was back before I was born. Pop told stories about it that would last for hours long. And as a family, we was just so happy when him and mama got along on the Bible. On our way to that black amusement park, wood roller coasters, crack sold on plastic scooter cars. Uh, smoking grass at the vintage food court, broken glass waiting on you on the swimming pool floor. I came across my identity on the Boblo boat. That's where I lost my virginity. No condom though. That's when paranoia hit me like when superstition does. Left my inhibitions, I guess what my supervision was. Parties on the way to the island would be the liveest though. First time big bro hit the bottle was on the Boblo boat. Neither one of us knew that we would both grow up and turn to alcoholics, though. Bobble Bo. Until college, I'm under pressure. I'm not a real nigga till I undress her. I gotta 
oppressor. This was my main concern back when concerns were lesser. Nowadays, I often yearn to press the backspace button or hit return, but life is not no word processor. Most folks would burn the cess to burn the stressor. My real life drama plus fickle niggas thinking they done heard the best of. Jermaine Lamar, but that's insane and couldn't be further left of. The truth is that my new shit slap, you never heard it better. Give me a sec, I murder sectors, prefer to let you see it rather than say it, but it's spill out. I gotta chill out, say fuck the world and never pull out. We had no Bible boat, but I could note those signs just like a Bible quote. BC, before cell phones, the first time I would smoke, I was six years old, but that's for another chapter. That's for another story, to God be the glory. I made it out unscathed, and now I sunbathe with my son in Tanzanian sun rays, thinking about dumb days. Thinking about dumb days. I'm just trying to figure it out. It's a lot come with this shit. Lose a lot, gain a lot. Like it's written in Chinese, it's hard to read her. I pulled an eighth from the leader, knocking the leader. Funny, I fell in love with an Instagram. I'm picturing how I'm a fucker if I get the meter. I don't get the nap. What you do for a living? Shit, my business rap. I'm out of town all the time. Let me know if you could get with that. In five minutes flat, I bag an ounce up. I was in the trap. It's funny that the ones that was closest don't even give me that. You claim you want me. That's something that you just got to prove. A lot of jewels and Gucci uniforms like it's private school. Crazy me wearing these red bottoms then brought them out the blue. Young rich nigga probably find me with Stella. Got a groove. Feel like I got her so now I just gotta follow through. She telling me if we was together, I'd have to follow rules. I'ma see you when I'ma see you. I make a lot of moves. I don't need you, but I might keep you. What do I gotta prove? Don't nobody know we speaking. Thinking about if I should keep it. You can be my little secret. Don't nobody gotta know. Thinking about if I should eat it. If I'm working, then I'm working. If I'm creeping, then I'm creeping. Don't nobody gotta know. She said she never heard my music, but a brother on it. She got me thinking about it, if I'ma put a rubber on it. If I ain't waking up to her message, it's just another morning. She really my type because she think love is boring. I don't know if it's the jewelry or the cash that made her respond to me so fast. She ain't never asked me nothing about my past. Beating, I'm trying to look through her pictures, I almost crashed. Digital dash, foreign whip. I took a Florida trip, me and my daughter. I'm getting messages from this foreign chick. She keep complimenting my jewelry. She think I'm more than rich, so I'm a fucker wearing my jewelry. I'm on some border shit. Online shopper, she don't go out, she just order kicks. I just hope she suck a mean dick and put cheese on her grits. Older women love me, the youngest too. I'm running through, I panic. She ain't post a picture in over a month or two. Don't nobody know we speaking, thinking about if I should keep it. You can be my little secret, don't nobody gotta know. Thinking about if I should eat it. If I'm working, then I'm working. If I'm creeping, then I'm creeping. Don't nobody gotta know. It's hard to trust them nowadays, they come with foul ways. Thirsty for satisfaction, she doing it for a caption. I'd rather be drunk somewhere relaxing. I gave six on my jewelry, I don't trust her, he started laughing. 
Like this the shorty you've been talking about and showing us I'm growing up. No more Keisha's, nigga, I'm blowing up. I don't trust her enough to pass the weed, I be rolling up. I can have her on the beach in Belize sipping coconuts. Hood shit, Hennessy shots until she throwing up. Time to see what that mouth about. She already done smoked enough. Telling me where the last nigga with head is how she woke him up. Wonder why I'm not going to cuff. Mommy, you must be smoking dust. Don't nobody know we speaking. Thinking about if I should keep it. You can be my little secret. Don't nobody gotta know. Thinking about if I should eat it. If I'm working, then I'm working. If I'm creeping, then I'm creeping. Don't nobody gotta know. Don't nobody gotta know. Don't nobody gotta know. So the online clothing store, Shein, Shein, Shein. Oh, I think I'm. The first time I see, first time I saw. Don't nobody gotta know. Shein, but anyway, the online clothing store, Shein, is now facing a RICO charge. And from my understanding, I did a, I did a little bit of uh. One, I, I seen a little bit of one of the articles and watched like a couple of videos on it and whatnot. But apparently, long story short, um, what they were doing was so basically a lot of these online stores and a lot of these online boutiques or whatnot they get a they get all if they get a bunch of if not all of whatever they're selling from a third party vendor and they basically buy and then resell it, slap their tag on it and say that. It came from them, uh, but apparently the way what Shin was doing was something along the same lines. But they, I guess, they weren't crediting the people who they was actually getting it from. They had a, they found out. I seen something that said they had a bunch of like shell companies or whatnot set up. Um, I did have a video. If let me see if I can pull it up real quick of the this girl talking about it because she. <clears throat> they have a uh, a lot more, a lot more shit. I just looked at the shit real quick, but I thought it was I thought it was just fucking wild that a fucking clothing online clothing boutique had a fucking is facing a fucking Rico. That's the year it is right here. Magazine, the fast fashion retailer Shein. Shein. So according to Complex Magazine, the fast fashion retailer Shein is facing allegations of a criminal activity in a Rico lawsuit. So of course we got to get into the story because what the hell? Now Complex starts off the article and says that a lawsuit was filed on Tuesday against Shein, alleging the fast fashion retailer runs an elaborate operation that seeks out and steals the intellectual property of designers, big and small, while also utilizing a confusing corporate structure which allows the company to circumvent allegations of theft with minimal legal consequences. Independent designer by the name of Krista Paris, Larissa Martinez, and Jay Barron accused Sheehan of producing, distributing, and selling exact copies of their creative works and claiming its actions are a part of a parcel of Sheehan's design process and organizational DNA. The lawsuit claims that Sheehan utilizes a secretive algorithm uh, that it's meant to identify growing fashion trends and purposely produces a small amount of the alleged stolen items in the event of an infringement allegation. If the company is accused of stealing a design, Sheehan is able to quickly dissolve the matter. Now, when Sheehan copies a smaller independent designer, the most likely outcome without brand protection specialists and specialized software on the outlook is that the infringement will go unnoticed. The complaint reads, 
If demand for the item remains high, Shein will allegedly produce more as long as the threat of infringement does not exist. Which basically says that if the designer hasn't figured it out yet, they're going to keep producing the same work. Now, in the event of a cease and desist or lawsuit, the plaintiffs claim that Shein replies upon a multiplicity of entities and outwardly decentralizing structure aids in the effort to avoid liability for intellectual property. Okay, time out, because I didn't, I, apparently I missed all of this shit. I thought they was taking people's shit and trying to say that they was the one that was doing, well, I, I mean, I guess it is what the fuck they was doing, but I, my understanding of this shit was kind of different, but I'm going to let this shit keep playing, because I'm, I'm learning some shit right now live, so infringement now the lawsuit alleges that she and the retailer would place blame on its independent companies when in actuality the entities subjected to these accusations are connected to she so like when a creator makes content and then someone steals it like a big company steals it they'll say oh it was our marketing team except the marketing team is directly connected to that large entity but the lawsuit is alleging that she is using a very sophisticated algorithm to suss out all of the up-and-coming trends. That's why everybody was trying to figure out, how did this Y2K trend even become a thing? That's because of Shein and their very complex and sophisticated algorithm. Now, if you have an account with Pacer.gov, here is the court case number, and here's the charging document. So, and the individuals, the plaintiffs, uh, Krista Perry, Larissa Martinez, and Jay Barron. So if they win this suit, it's really good for small businesses because it might be the end of fast fashion. So according to comp okay, uh, like I said, I learned something there because the shit that I seen was they had it. Well, it's kind. I don't know what the fuck I seen first because it, it it's kind of similar, but it was basically uh, the shit that I seen was saying that they had a bunch of like shell companies set up, and they was buying, uh, they was buying products from smaller companies and reselling it to themselves essentially through these again the smaller shell companies and then getting them to the Sheen website and saying that they um they were the ones who actually made them and not giving the art the actual artist credit or actual excuse me smaller companies credit for what they created but uh according to her they just straight up stealing niggas ideas and ideas and uh models and shit like that so i i hey i learned something just now too um but yeah, that's that's kind of fucking wild because Shein is up there, right beside a uh, Fashion Nova, as far as the the online boutique stores go and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see what comes of this. Are they gonna have to? Are they gonna get shut down, or are they gonna have to just pay out, or what the fuck? What the fuck happens when a uh, a uh, a whole company gets a Rico? Like this ain't like. I, I don't know. This ain't this ain't this ain't no. You know what I'm saying no gang shit this is like a, a company a uh legit business that's doing this shit so it's it's very interesting it's very interesting to see where this goes but uh there's definitely gonna be something that that's uh in the in the news in the, in the coming uh, coming weeks or however long probably months because by the time they get all the evidence and whatnot together but uh anyways <clears throat> moving on from that um so the actors are now the what is it called the SAG, which is a screen Screen Actors Guild, is now on strike. So basically, the actors are on strike now, uh, just like the writers were on strike the last couple months or so. The actors have now joined them because 
of I mean, it basically comes down to the same shit with the streaming shit. They trying to get the the streaming numbers right. The shit don't make sense. They're not getting paid the royalties that they deserve. They're not having the same work that they had before because they trying to replace everybody's job with AI in some form or fashion. Uh, I seen something from uh, I can't remember who exactly it was. He was uh, there was like a an exec or at least one of the higher ups in one of the uh, one of the major production companies. And uh, he was in an interview, and they was asking him about how they plan to deal with the writer strike and whatnot. And he basically, in to in um, in uh, to sum it all up, what he said was, they basically just gonna wait the writers out. This is before the actors strike, and this is before the actors strike happened. But uh, he basically said that they was gonna rate wait the writers out until they started losing apartments and houses and came crawling back and basically accepted whatever the fuck we was going to give them. And then once that happened, that's when uh, SAG, the Screenwriters uh, the Screenwriters Guild, and all, I mean, the, I'm sorry, Screen Actors Guild, that's when they came out and said, all right, fam, we see what the fuck y'all doing to them. If we let y'all do this shit to them, we already know that we coming next. So we finna, we finna join them and we finna go on strike and shut this whole industry down until we get this shit Till we get this shit situated. Um, a lot. Of, it's been a lot of actors who came out and said, or it's been a lot of information or whatever that came out saying, basically breaking down on how actors get paid versus the the major actors. It's like household names that we all know, uh, all the way down to like the the extras in the screen time or whatnot. So it like people in the background that really don't have absolutely nothing to do with the movie outside of. This scene takes place in a crowded area, and there's people in the background and whatnot. They was they was really trying to do them dirty. I seen some shit saying that they was trying to sign the people who are like the extras or just the background fillers or whatnot. They was trying to sign them to some shit to where it was like they gonna pay them one time, and then after they paid them that one time for that one scene. They was going to use AI to basically duplicate them and have them appear in other movies and other TV shows and things of that nature and not pay them, basically. So they was trying to own their rights and whatnot to their image, their image, their likeness, their voice, and things like that to, again, give them like a one-time settlement of some bullshit and then to reuse them in every movie tv show commercial or whatever the fuck comes out regardless if they was on set or not so it was basically gonna be like uh they would shoot a scene in a bar and you got people in the bar you got people playing darts or something just like on some background again filler type shit so that what they was gonna do was take those people shoot that scene one time and own their everything in perpetuity which perpetuity is Perpetuity is a motherfucker. Like, the definition of perpetuity just basically means forever, my nigga. You can't never get this shit back. You can't sue us for nothing. You can't, you don't own nothing about none of this shit. I don't care what your face was looking like that day. I don't care what you what you said, your voice, none of that shit. We own all that shit. We can re- reuse it for as long as, we can reuse it until, period, my nigga. That shit is ours until. So, uh, yeah, they were trying to do shit like that, like uh, shooting a scene one time and then basically using AI to copy and paste those same people 
in similar backgrounds for again future projects, movies and screenplay, movie screenplays, uh television shows and things like that. So that was another thing after the uh after the the guy who I was just talking about, the one of the higher ups in one of the academies or not the academies, but the production uh companies came out and said that they were just gonna wait motherfuckers out till they start starving and coming back crawling basically. Uh those two things came out right around the same time and the actors was kinda like, Yeah, fam if we let y'all do this shit to them, we already know that we finna get fucked up next. So, uh, all all of Hollywood is shut down, my nigga, because uh, from what I was seeing about the the actors' strike now, none of the actors can act in anything. They can't promote any of their movies. They even even shit that's already done. They can't promote none of their stuff. They can't do podcast interviews. They can't do radio interviews. They can't do TV show pop up, they can't do nothing, fam. So the only thing, I'm I'm probably have to find a a, a video about it because I'm sure somebody else can explain this shit a whole lot better than I am. But uh, basically, the whole Hollywood is shut down. So the only thing, the only thing that really has a green light right now, and even with these, you can't be in the in the SAG. You can't be in SAG. So, uh, and the SAG, the list of People who are in SAG is basically any any and everybody who acts. Oh shit! Any and any any and everybody who's act acted in anything is basically has to be in SAG because that's their that's the the union basically of uh, the writers. I mean, not the writers. I'm sorry. That's the union of actors, and that's how they keep everything you know somewhat regulated. So you can't have a movie where Tom Cruise is making. Three hundred million dollars, and then his his co-star is making a hundred thousand or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So they keep shit like that from happening. So basically, anybody who's ever acted in anything, anything outside of I think soap operas and reality shows, I think that's what it was. Outside of soap operas and reality shows, everybody else is in SAG. So ain't finna be no new tv shows ain't finna be ain't finna be nothing bro this, this is gonna be it's gonna be straight uh what reality shows and goddamn uh family feud until they figure this shit the fuck out so y'all better get used to goddamn uncle steve because that's all the fuck we finna have on tv right now ain't none of that shit about the only thing you gonna get is shit that's on zeus and from what they were saying any of the actors or any of the aspiring actors or actresses that go against anything that ha- anything with the the SAG as far as getting on like TV shows or doing promotion for something or anything like that, they basically eliminate themselves from ever being in SAG in the future, which is basically blackballing yourself in the in the uh, movie and TV industry. Period. So uh, again, I'm gonna find a video real quick. To let somebody else explain this shit. There was one. I know I seen uh, Kevin on stage talking about this shit, but uh, I I highly doubt that he they they've posted that um that clip from their podcast that they was talking about it. Uh, let's see what's this right here. How bad it is for the actors right now. Here are some things that SAG after asked for, and the studio straight up said no. SAG after asked that actors share revenue from streaming so they can also enjoy the success of their high performing shows. The studio said no. SAG after asked to increase the penalties to studios not providing meal breaks. The studio said no. 
They don't care if you eat or not. By the way, the meal break penalty hasn't been updated since 1961. SAG-AFTRA asked that when the studios are late to pay actors, that actors receive more money and damages. The studio said no. But the crazy part is that the studios only said no because they admitted that they still will not pay actors on time even if they get charged higher late fees. They admitted that. They just don't want to pay actors on time. How is that okay? Remember that your favorite movies and TV shows wouldn't exist without the writers and actors. So please show your support for the strike. And if you can, donate to the Entertainment Community Fund. You want to... Okay, that's not nothing I was looking for. <clears throat> um... Get it? Some people don't. The SAG after strike. I was reading some comments on other people's videos, and some people were saying that... Yeah, I, I, I can't... I didn't save the one that I that I seen earlier, but... Um... You can, you can look it up for yourself. I, I'm... I'm I think I, I pretty much explained this shit for the most part there. Again, uh T V everything in T V is, is pretty much shut down now. Uh it was even it was some event that was out from I think the uh was it the Barbie the Barbie movie premiere and this this strike happened or this strike started in the middle of that premiere, like the premiere party or whatnot, and all the actors and everybody on the red carpet and whatnot just got up and left because I mean, again, that's basically the rules of this shit. Like, we can't be here because it goes against what our union is doing right now. Y'all, the studios is trying to fuck us over, and we not having it. We're not standing for it. So we got to do what we got to do. So, again, they, they can't do no type of radio, podcast, uh, TV promotion, uh, TV shows, anything. Again, for some reason... And I wish I could find that video where the girl was talking about, but the uh, the um, soap operas, uh, reality shows, and something else is excluded from SAG because they have like their whole separate other thing or whatever. So we not we not getting nothing, fam. We ain't gonna never none of all of all of the shows because everything is off right now anyway. It's kind of like a, a off season anyway for everything. As far as I know, none of 50 Cent shit is back. And that shit ain't going to be back for who the fuck knows how long now. Um, yeah. all Everything is kind of on halt right now. It's kind of like it's the middle of the summer. It's kind of dead season. I personally don't know of any shows that was even on right now. So, shit bad. If you think shit bad right now, wait till... Wait till later on this year, cause I that this was uh something else that the 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 person that in the video that I seen was explaining. Uh, a lot of the shows or some of the shows that were already recorded and ready to put out or whatever, they'll still come out. But as far as like anything that has like uh season extensions, mid season extensions or anything like that, that was just like in the middle of the season or it was a movie that hadn't that was set to come out at a certain time is now being pushed back because shit is on hold right now. Shit is on hold right now. Uh something I was looking forward to fucking they, and they just posted I was so I was so tight about this shit. They just posted pictures of this. The uh the Deadpool and Wolverine or Deadpool three was it three? Yeah, Deadpool three movie with uh Wolverine. They just started posting pictures of them and Wolverine's in his original yellow and blue suit i was hype as fuck to see that shit and now this bullshit and they, cause, and they just started i want to say they just started filming that because that was supposed to come out i think in 25 was the release date that i seen 
So, yeah, that shit is going to be pushed back. Who the fuck knows how long? And it's like, fam, shit finna really be bad out here. Shit is really finna be bad out here. If you thought that back when, what, Flavor Love and all that shit popped, back, popped out, you thought shit was bad then. It's really finna be bad now because the actors and the writers are on strike. And all, all due to this AI shit, bro. All due to this AI bullshit, man. Look. Throw that shit out the fucking window and let let's get some shit cracking. Well, not it's not it's more so the AI shit, the AI shit with the writers, but with the uh, actors and whatnot, it's the uh, it's the streaming. And I'm sure the 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 writers are a part of a large part of this too. The streaming shit is really the the big thing because again, they're not getting paid for the streaming shit at all. They they kind of they kind of doing the streaming shit as far as the the TV shows and movies and whatnot, like they do. The streaming shit in the music industry. And I feel like these music people that do music and shit like that, they need to go on strike and form a union and shit like that too so they can stop complaining every three to six months about how loaded, how much they not getting paid for uh for their music sales and whatnot. And that's really, that's really a crock of shit. I just seen a video like maybe 10 or 15 minutes before I started recording where the guy was breaking down like the new uh, payouts for the streaming services, the Apple's, the Apple's titles, and uh, Apple, it was like Apple title, Apple title, Spotify, and all those shits. It was basically, I want to say, title was the uh, <clears throat> title was the uh, the lowest one at I think it was seventy nine plays for one dollar. Uh. Spotify was Spotify's up. Spotify's like the worst. No, Pandora's the worst one. Pandora's was like seven hundred and eighty. Like it was like seven hundred eighty-four streams for one dollar. It's like, fam, that shit is that shit is really yeah, ridiculous. That shit is really ridiculous. Let me see if I can find this shit real quick because I just seen it. <clears throat> I just seen this shit. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I I, I should have had this. Why well, did I didn't even really plan on talking about this shit? But here it is right here. Three hundred. Oh, that you need three hundred and fifteen streams on Spotify to make a dollar. A dollar. Seven hundred and fifty-two on Pandora for a dollar. Two forty-nine on Amazon. One fifty-six on Deezer. One twenty-eight on Apple and seventy-eight on Tidal. To make a dollar. And I know you think that means everybody need to go on title. You shouldn't have to listen to my song 78 times for me to make a dollar. A dollar. That means you paying out 0 .003 of a penny. I ain't even worth a penny. I got to pay the graphic designer to make the cover. I got to pay for the beat. I got to pay for the motherfucking dude to record, just to record me. Then pay him extra to mix and master the song. Beg for a label to recognize me so they give me a loan that I got to pay back then just for you to hear my song and I can't even make a fucking penny? So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the music side of things. Uh, you can only imagine what the uh, what the streaming, I mean, not the streaming, but the, uh, the movie and TV side of things are because a whole lot of those... You really can't even see how much they're streamed or what 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 the actual numbers are with their stream is. At least with uh, I know Spotify specifically, you can see 
how many streams uh, a person has, or how many streams an artist has per, I think they break it down per month or something like that. Uh, title, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not really that familiar with uh, with title at all. I got it on my phone, but I don't really use it like that. I just use it for like the uh, the song, they, I mean, not the song, but the uh, album details and whatnot, because that is, that is something that I really like about uh, title. They have a, a, a larger breakdown or a more in-depth breakdown of like who produced and wrote and you know mixed, mastered, and everything as far as the al- as the uh, album credits and single credits and whatnot. So I definitely do like title for that. Uh, and also, like he was just saying, title pays out more. But still, you a motherfucker got to listen to one song. A motherfucker got to listen to something seventy nine times. For the artists you listen to to make one dollar, that is nuts, bro. That is really nuts. And again, that's the that's the best the best case scenario because you go to like uh what he was saying, Spotify was what I mean not Spotify but Amazon uh Pandora was seven almost eight hundred, and then Spotify was Spotify and Apple is right at one thirty one twenty or something like that. That's that's fucking ridiculous, bro. For one dollar. For one dollar, that that's that is nuts. And again, like he was saying, all the things that they got to go through to have the equipment. I don't think I don't even think he talked about that. But have the equipment to record or go somewhere where you can record. You got to pay them for that. You got to pay motherfuckers to do, bro. It's so much shit to go. Even doing, I can only imagine because the podcast numbers is even worse than that, bro. I don't, I'm not even finna get into that shit. But the podcast numbers is even worse than that because. And and the shit with the I don't know what the the music uh music recording sessions is as far as pricing and whatnot, but it's some podcast studios out here that be wanting to charge like thirty forty dollars an hour, fifty dollars an hour. And it's like, fam, what? Get the fuck out of here! Just sit down and do some like, no, my nigga, that is that is ridiculous. And then motherfuckers be booked all the goddamn time. I know they making a fucking killing, bro. I can only imagine. What like the 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 actual music music uh studios is charging? I know them shits got to be damn near hundred dollars. I bro, I can't even fucking imagine. So if you ain't got the equipment yourself, and then motherfuckers want to get on the internet and try and make fun of motherfuckers for doing shit like this, recording it themselves, recording in the fucking uh closet or in the basement, shit like that. It's like fam, you got to. If not, you never gonna make a dollar. You never gonna make a penny off of this shit. You never gonna make a penny off this shit if you if you try and spend money being in the studio all the time, bro. That shit is not that shit is not feasible for somebody who ain't already got it. For somebody that's really trying to just make it on their own, that shit is not fucking feasible because these motherfuckers want to charge an arm and a leg, and then the platforms that you posting on, you can't even get paid from them. You can't even get a kickback on your investment, bro. Shit is shit is ridiculous, man. Shit is really ridiculous. Um. So let's see. Last but not least, we can go ahead and end off, end off with the the Carly Russell situation. So, Carly Russell is a young lady. I think she's what twenty five, twenty six, something like that. Young lady from uh, Alabama. Uh, story broke last weekend. This was uh, maybe I want to say Thursday or Friday last weekend that she had been abducted. Uh, so the the story was that she was driving home from work she saw a toddler on the side of the highway she then pulled over called 911 
informed them there were hey there's a toddler on the highway i'm pulling over to help him uh after she got off the phone with 911 she then called her brother's fiance or girlfriend not 100% sure she called her brother's partner and was basically on the phone with her and while on the phone with her she was allegedly checking on said child that she's seen and the her brother's partner said that she heard a scream and then it got quiet and then um i think it was like three to five minutes later the police showed up on the scene where she said she was at or where her car was at and the only thing that was at the scene was her car her wig her phone and i think that was it her apple watch was in her purse um and then after that uh, of course this called national news and everybody was talking about it and there was a uh uh, basically a, a manhunt out for a, a man search out for to figure out what the fuck happened so this was like i said thursday or friday afternoon sometime uh and then fast forward to i want to say saturday afternoon sometime 911 then got a call saying that she had returned home on foot and they took her to the hospital they checked her out and that's all that the story was at the time. So now fast forward to maybe Monday or Tuesday this week. Come to find out that this shit was all but some Jesse Smollett bullshit lies. So they did a press release, and I'm a, I know I got that video pulled up. <clears throat> they did a press release, and basically... None of this shit adds up whatsoever. Uh oh shit. Where's the fucking I know I had that shit pulled up. Uh in the press release because I can't find it right now for some reason. You got to here it is right here. I'm gonna say you got to be shitting me. I'm finna play a little bit of it. I'm not a, I'm not exactly sure how long this shit is. I know it takes a a minute for them to start talking. Uh, let me see. I'm, oh, they shorten it. Okay, here we go. Nope, not doing that. You're not hitting me with no ad. Fuck out of here, cuz. All right, here we go. That's Caliba. That's failed. I don't care about all that. And who replaced Nick Durzis? Failed D E R Z I S. You may also hear from Lieutenant Daniel Lowe and Chief Durzis. So there may be some questions that we cannot answer. With that, I will turn it over to Mayor Bacato. You all coming today you know six days ago our community learned about the disappearance of carly russell and it sent fear and pandemonium not just through our city but okay i already talked about that let's, let's get to the, let's get to the shits let's get to the shits we ain't here for all that and with their investigations that we share this information now significant role in this investigation i want to thank our department all right come on now from the evening of july 13th our focus would be the safe return of Carly Russell. That occurred on Saturday, July 15th, approximately 49 hours after she called 911 and disappeared. From that point, our focus has been to determine Carly's whereabouts during that time and what exactly took place. Let me say up front, 
this investigation is not over. We're still working this case, and we've worked in this case until we uncover every piece of evidence that helps us to count for the 49 hours that Carly Russell. And I know I kind of fast-forwarded, but this is from uh, one of the guys is the lead investigator. Another one is, I think, the police chief. And another one is uh, some sort of analyst. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, you can go find this on YouTube if you want to watch the whole thing in its entirety. But I'm just trying to play the... <laughs> the, the the wild shit that we that we just recently found out. So I'm gonna let this keep playing for a little bit. Was missed. However, to the public interest, in some cases, public fear that this story has generated, we owe it to our citizens to tell them the facts that we have uncovered. So I will give you the facts that we know today. On July 13th, at approximately 8:20 p.m., Carly left work from a business at the summit. Surveillance video from her place of employment shows Carly concealed a dark-colored bathrobe, a roll of toilet paper, and other items belonging to the business prior to her departure. She ordered food from Tzatziki's. So already, and I'm going to kind of talk through this shit because I've already talked about it a little bit, but so already she's, she's stealing stuff from her job and it's toiletries and shit like this. Shit that... <laughs> I, I be saying all the time, a lot of this shit is too coincidental to be a goddamn coincidence, my nigga. She's taking toiletries and things like that from her job, and she just got her something to eat, and then she's going to stop by Target and get her some more little toiletries and things of that nature. That Shit that you would conveniently need if you was going to disappear on the motherfucker for a couple of days. But like I said, I'm going to let this shit rock out for a little bit longer. At the colonnade and traveled there. She then traveled to Target on 280 where she purchased some granola bars and Cheez-Its. From there, she remained in the parking lot at that shopping center until 9.21 p.m. when she drove to I-459. Carly communicated on her cell phone with individuals known to her while in her path of travel up to the point of calling 911 at 9.34 p.m. And at this time, we will play the 911 call in its entirety. All right, I'm going to skip past that because it's really just her calling, saying it's a toddler on the side of the road, and she's pulling over to help him. <clears throat> so let's see, fast forward past all of that. And again, this is on YouTube if you want to watch the whole thing in its entirety. But Relatives after speaking with a 911 operator. She went missing during that conversation sometime after 9.36 p.m. All right, come on, man. They get to the good shit. This portion of the incident that footage was analyzed as part of the investigation in conjunction with the 911 call and cell phone data to accurately determine the time frame. Carly's 911 call remains the only report of a child on the interstate, despite numerous vehicles passing through the area at that time. All right, red flag number two. All right, so we already got her with really red flag number three. Well, we're going to say two because we're going to combine the first two. So, red flag number one, she's stealing toiletries and toilet paper and things of that nature from her job. She stopped by Target to get her some more toiletries and snacks and whatnot. Uh, red flag number two, nobody else seen this child, fam. Nobody else seen this toddler on the side of the road. And, again, this was... This was on the side of the interstate, my nigga. This is highway or interstate 459, which is it goes around, it goes around uh, Birmingham, I believe. 
Yeah, it goes around like the outskirts of Birmingham. So this is not like no back road bullshit kind of highway, my nigga. This is the interstate where mo- excuse me, motherfuckers is traveling all day and all night type shit. This ain't no side street. This ain't no alleyway. This ain't nothing like that. And she's the only person who claims to have seen this toddler. Or only one, only person who's seen this toddler. Only person who called 911 about a toddler on the side of the interstate, fam. Red flag number two already. All right, so let's go. Knowing his car the child is missing, and that he would put apartment to not locate any evidence of a small child walking down the interstate. Data from Carly's phone including her Life360 app, shows that she traveled approximately 600 yards in her vehicle while she was on the phone with 911, stating that she was following a child. 600 yards. That is six football fields straight. 600 yards. The Hoover 911 Center received a second call from Cardi's mother, stating that a relative was on the phone with her when they heard Cardi scream, and then they had an open phone line. Over police officers arrived on the scene within five minutes of being dispatched. Several other officers arrived shortly. They located Carly's wig and cell phone in the grass near the vehicle. Her purse was located in the front seat of her vehicle with her Apple uh, watch in the purse. The food she ordered for Tzatziki's was also in the car. The items she purchased from Target, as well as the items taken from her place of employment were not in the vehicle, nor were they located anywhere around the scene red flag number three so you are claiming to be abducted but either the people who abducted you or you yourself grab your little snacks and toiletries and whatnot before you quote-unquote disappeared and took that shit with you but you left your Left your wig, and I don't know why the fuck she left her wig, fam. That is that is wild. I guess that's kind of like, I guess her leaving her wig was kind of like, oh, they know they gonna know I'm missing now because a bitch don't go nowhere without her goddamn wig. <laughs> so I believe my wig, my phone, my Apple Watch, my my wig, my phone, my Apple Watch, and my car on the side of the highway. These motherfuckers gonna know I'm gonna. They gonna know something is wrong because a bitch ain't going nowhere with a her goddamn wig. You hear me? So. Red, that's red flag number three. So, but but let's keep going for a little bit because the shit, fam, the shit that they found on her goddamn phone is fucking nuts, my nigga. The police deployed all available assets from the point in the search for Carla. Additional resources were called in to include our own drone unit, crime scene investigators, numerous detectives responded to the scene. Throughout the day Friday, officers from surrounded local and federal agencies assisted Hoover police in the search for Carly Russell. Officers returned to the scene on 459 the federal line search for evidence. K-9 teams from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department responded to check for any sign of Carter, a child that she claimed to see, and anything else that could be considered evidence in this case. So they got the, and again, I'm, I'm just talking through this shit for a little, a little bit. They got everybody out, look, again, this is an all-out search for this girl and this child that she's supposedly seen. They got motherfuckers is scrambling the choppers. <laughs> motherfuckers is calling the goddamn the Secret Service, the FBI, the the everything, fam. And they doing all of this shit. And wait, wait till the I can't wait till you get to the shit about the phone. This shit is nuts, fam. 
those searches all turned up empty. Private citizens, including search parties organized by our family, friends, began looking everywhere that they could to find any trace. These searches took place throughout the day Friday, and again on Saturday, yielding nothing. At 10.44 p.m. on July 15th, Hoover 911, Sonny receives a call from Carly's residence, stating that she returned home on foot. In subsequent investigations, detectives obtained surveillance footage. Of Red flag number what? Four? Five? I don't even know now. She just showed up at the house. Now, mind you, when when this first was really happening, before this press release, before everything came out, it was a lot of people online, specifically I want to say like in the in the shade room com in the shade room uh comments and on Twitter and things like that. They were already saying that the shit didn't make sense, the shit didn't add up and you know, things of that nature. But we live in a world where shit like this happens, bro. Like I I see stories like this all the time on Twitter or Instagram or people posting like this person is gone missing. If you've seen anything, if you've seen something, say something. If you know anything, say something. Reach out to this number and things like that. So this, this is, this is shit that happens literally all the time. People get kidnapped, adults, kids, especially women, and specifically that I be seeing anyway. Maybe this is just because of who I follow, but specifically black women and specifically black children go missing get snatched up and get kidnapped and abducted all the time and you never hear shit from them so when it when the story first comes out you you automatically believe it or you automatically stand on the side of why the fuck is motherfucker saying that something is fishy here like the girl is gone missing like she said that it was some it was a toddler on the side of the highway. She got out to check on the child, like any civilized person would do. You see a child on the side of the fucking interstate, but nigga, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Come to find out, now it's seeming like she's abducted. So now you thinking, oh, it's some sick motherfuckers and use a child on the side of the highway to lure this girl into the woods or lure this girl to pull over. And now they done jumped her and kidnapped her, and she's off in who the fuck knows bumblefuck where by now. So it's like you don't want to believe, or you, me personally anyway, I didn't even have the thought of this motherfucker is lying right now. Because, again, none of, this is before all this extra shit came out. So you're not even thinking, like, no, no maniacal shit like this. And I'm looking at motherfuckers on early, uh, early, podcast episodes in the week and just the internet in general talking about how she's Jesse Smollett. She's just like Jesse Smollett and the shit just don't make sense and all this shit. And then it was uh when she first when they first announced that she was that she just showed up at home, motherfucker was saying like, Well it's really something fishing out because how the fuck did she just show up at home? And then it's like again, because at the time I'm thinking shit is real. I'm thinking like, well what the fuck else is she gonna go? If I'm if I, if I done just fought for my life, I'm barefoot, I ain't got no car, no phone, no watch or nothing like that, no type of communication, no type of 
of transportation, nothing like that, I'm going to try and make my way to my, my people's house, right? But, oh, no. Sadly mistaken, fam. I was coming in here. I was ready to kill niggas. Oh, some why the fuck, like, y'all niggas really hate women type shit. Y'all niggas really don't believe nothing that women say. But come to find out, <laughs> made a fucking fool out of me, my nigga. Walking down the sidewalk alone, hard to arrive with a residence. She was conscious, conscious and speaking with paramedics when she was transported to UAB. Detectives were able to obtain a brief statement from her prior to being treated and released. During the statement, she told detectives that while traveling down the interstate, she saw a baby walking down the side of the road and called 911. She started when she got out of her vehicle to check on the child, a man came out of the trees and mumbled that he was checking on the baby. She claimed that the man then picked her up and she screamed. She stated he then made her go over a fence. She claimed he then forced her into a car. And the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18 wheeler. <sighs> now, you just said all of this shit. You just said all of this shit, bro. And then to come to find out that you fucking lied. I really, I'm really from the fast forward to. The part where they talking about all the shit that they found on her phone because this shit is nuts. Put in the car. Leaves they took she said the woman was in the west. Okay, so uh because I'm fast forwarding, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say what they said because I didn't watch this a couple of times. But uh she basically was they he was basically continuing her statement that she gave to the police, which was uh they had her in a, the back of a tractor trailer at one point. They took pictures of her, she think, and then she eventually fought and got loose, basically. Area. Detective voted to call it in the right. Ah, come on, fam. Uh, but let's see. While this ad plays, she also uh, showed up with basically nothing on. She had uh, money in her sock, one of her socks for some fucking reason. She said that the kidnappers gave it to her. Sock. Fucking nuts. Out of respect for Carly and her family, left behind at the scenes. So I think rel- very relevant to this case. All right, here, here we go. July. 11.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term. How to take money from a register without... Okay, here, yeah, here we go right I here. This is this is the shit that they, they did because they, again, they got motherfuckers looking for her all over the fucking place because motherfuckers just think that she's abducted now. So now this is a, this is a national news story. This is a all-points bulletin type situation. So they done brought in motherfuckers from the Secret Service, the FBI, and all types of shit. So this is the shit that they found uh, in in just basically backtracking her for the last couple of days before she disappeared. To this case, on July 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, you have to pay for an Amber Alert was searched. Fucking nuts. On July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught was searched nuts on july 13th at 2 13 a.m the day of her disappearance the term birmingham bus station was searched on july 13th 2 35 a.m a search for a one-way bus ticket from birmingham to nashville was conducted with the departure date of july 13th all right so right there if you were still 
on the fence even at all, my nigga. It's I'm 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 all the way out there now. Like, fam, this is this is fucking nuts. It can't get no crazier than this. She didn't try to see if she could pay for an amber alert. She didn't try to see how she could get away with stealing some money so she got extra cash. She didn't uh stop by she didn't stole some some toilet paper and shit from a job. She didn't went by Target and got her some snacks, granola bars and uh, fucking Captain Crunch and shit, uh, trail mix and shit like that. So, so now what? Shit can't get no worse than that, right? No, you no. On July thirteenth at twelve ten p.m., a search for the movie Taken, a film about a production, was conducted. Fam, that shit right there. It, that's when I lost my fucking shit. You telling me that this bitch was watching? Or looking up Taken the day before she's planning to fake her fucking abduction, my nigga. Get the fuck out of here, fam. What the fuck? All right, fam. All right, fam. There were two searches related to Amber Alerts on a computer at Cardi's place of employment, including one regarding the maximum age of an Amber Alert. There were other searches on Cardi's phone that appeared to shed some light on her mindset. But out of respect for her privacy, we will not be releasing the content of those searches at this time. We've asked to interview Carly a second time, but not been granted that request. All right, so that, that that's pretty much it. Fam, fuck this bitch, dog. <laughs> fuck this bitch, dog. She, I'm talking about hat, because I'm, dog, again, you see shit like this all the time, and motherfuckers go missing, you never hear from them again, you never see the end of the story again. Or you get the the worst shit where it's like they found a found a body in a fucking lake or something somewhere. It's like my nigga, how the fuck? Why the how why why just why I just 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 fucking why? And the because of course motherfuckers have found her all her social medias and shit and blew that shit the fuck up. Uh, allegedly, the story is that she did all this shit to get her nigga back. That that's that's the story that I seen. Apparently. Her and a nigga had broke up a couple of days before this shit happened, and this was her way of trying to get this nigga back. I don't know how true that shit is, but fam, who the fuck know? I I I believe damn near anything surrounding this story now because my nigga, who the fuck thinks like this is some elaborate bullshit, bro? For no fucking reason, you could have just told that nigga you wanted him back, bro. Like. My nigga, I don't, I don't fucking understand. Cause uh, from my understanding, I want to say she's, she's a nurse, or something in the medical field, something of that nature. Nurse, uh, traveling nurse, or something like that. She's, she's doing decent for herself. To be twenty five years old, she, uh, graduated college. She's a, uh, I think she, she's in a sorority. She's. You know what I'm saying? She dropped a fucking uh uh a Benz, a Mercedes Benz, my nigga. Nice car too, cause again, motherfuckers have found the found the social media. I seen the car, nigga. The shit was nice. So it's like, fam, you do you, why why motherfuckers would do anything for some goddamn attention, my nigga. I don't understand. I do not understand. You faking abduction to get your nigga back, or just for some attention? Period. What the fuck is really going on? In motherfuckers' head, bro. I don't understand this shit, dog. I do not understand this shit. I was coming in here to ride for this girl. I'm coming in here thinking that you motherfuckers on the internet are some sick, twisted people, and y'all just want the worst for every fucking body. Come to find out, you can't trust shit. That the, you can't trust shit 
that you see nowadays, bro. And it's really fucked up because a lot of people is taking this situation, like, of course, you, you already know they're going to do, and trying to say that this is why you can't believe women. You can't believe women and things like that. But it's like, fam, this is a, a very isolated, dumbass situation, and that should not be put on all women because her, her stupid ass want to do some dumb off-the-wall shit like this. But it's like, my nigga, why, bruh? Just why? That's, that's all I want to fucking know. Why? You watching Taken the day before? Taken. The day before you want to plan your fake abduction to go, who knows what the fuck you was there for two and a half days or day and a half, however the fuck long you was gone. It's like, my nigga, dog, that when, I'm, I am so tight about this shit, bro. I am really so tight about this shit because it, I hate you niggas. I, 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 boy, I hate you niggas. I hate you. I hate you niggas, dog. But this has been, that, that's it. I ain't got, I ain't got shit else to say. That was, that was just some, some nut ass shit, bro. Motherfucker, I can't wait to see, cause I, she definitely gonna get charged. She definitely gonna have some attention now, cause she's finna get charged. And she is the fucking joke of the internet right now. She is the joke of the internet for the next, I give it a week. Somebody else will do some dumb shit by this time next week. Well, I don't know, cause they still got to do another interview and then some more investigation shit. So she, she gonna get her ass at the two on the internet for at least, at least the next two and a half, three weeks or so, and she fucking deserves it, my nigga. I just want, I just want to know why, bro. I really, truly just want to know why. But that's it. That's it. That's the end of the episode. This has been another episode of Just Alex Show. I'll be your host, Just Alex. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, comment, DM, because I have any fucking feel. And as always, thank you for listening. My nigga, just go, just tell that motherfucker you want him back. Hey, man, I like I like the death for the song, you know what I'm saying? Not the death for the song, but the D-E-P-T-H of the song. You feel me? The complexity and shit. like the talk. Hard enough, they not rewarding us, they disregarding us. And if I go to DC, I'm trying to spar with Trump. I'm not a politician, just can't ignore the stuff. This really just a free verse. I put my life in reverse. I dug up all my old pain and put it on a t shirt. So many sides of this shit, not here for popular shit. Your own people will laugh when you want positive shit. Before I die, I'ma teach. I light a blunt and I preach. Ain't no facade you can see. That I can only be me I got a daughter to raise One day she gon' be a queen I'm trying to get shit together So she can have anything My word is bond as fuck My life is hard enough They ain't rewarding us They disregarding us And if I go to D.C. I'm trying to spar with Trump I ain't a politician Just can't ignore the stuff I take this life had come Got hard but still won't show love If I tell people where I'm from They might think I got a gun Still in the box, no tax on bands on my ones. I took my feelings out the shit and put my trust in my funds. Tell my dead homie on my sleeve, don't need glasses, see what I see. Told me at 10 what I want gon' be, nigga ain't meet the least. So we turn to the streets, cops wanna blast for the CID. Might do the race for a nigga catch me. Damn, if it be another RIP, it's a black, white world, but I only see green. Killers getting.
getting off innocent when the clip's showing that he did his shit. Trying to talk and they ain't listening, but they'll point it out when you get ignorant. Fuck with you if you a benefit, that's why I pay him cash at the dealership. And I got money stashed for the buildership, but I'ma write it off, good penmanship. Can't say we represented when half the office white supremacists. This can't be land of the free if Neil and Mike cost your position. I'm supposed to respect the system and call our brothers sons of bitches. And when my uncle came home from prison for the same shit, y'all trying to turn to a business. Man, take our culture, our blueprint, pay the knockoff to come out of us. Hurricanes come and swallow us. Op niggas trying to put the dot on us. We pouring Henny cause we all bottled up. Granny still scratch a lot of us up, but the Bible says gon' full circle. I'm just trying to find me a good my purpose. My life is hard enough. They not rewarding us. They disregarding us. And if I go to D.C., I'm trying to spar with Trump. I'm not a politician. You can't ignore the stuff. To hit the club and fill my cup with rum But I can go die in the army Going to war for them Ain't old enough for marijuana Cigars spark my blunt But old enough to spend my life behind bars That's dumb Toting magazines that got me in the articles When I'm in Washington, D.C. I'm doing fraud and stuff Ain't worrying about Donald Trump Ain't worrying about seeing no monuments These people got weather control Where the hell you think Hurricane Harvey from? The wind ain't got no name Where the hell you think Hurricane Harvey from? People control the rain, these people be digging bonkers up. But they only got two more years of slavery to do harm to us. I feel like Kunta Kinte, nigga, I'm the one who fought for us. I was in the club in sixth grade fighting the adults and stuff. Feel like Kunta Kinte, nigga, I'm the one who fought for us. Ever since the sixth grade nigga, I was the one who fought for us. Ever since the tenth grade nigga, I was the one who fought for us. So I feel like Kunta Kinte, nigga, I'm the one who fought for us. Yeah, I fought for us. I gotta die for us. I gotta risk my life for us. I risk my life for us, nigga, and I die for us, nigga. Fucking time. I never sold a gram of crack or had to bust a dime. 
I got it out the mud like nigga look at how I shine You never make it from the floor when nigga watch the grind That's why it's west side nigga when I fucking rhyme Now these niggas looking at me like whole swole slow it down Should have been around when I hit the ground running Never seen it coming when I drop still slumming ass Foes in the air cause the whole city love it Now that skinny motherfucker be making noise Can't ignore, sky's the limit They thought my limits was babies for Now every time I kiss the ground when I thank the Lord Tell the motherfuckers that I'm coming for it Better know it Now every time I kiss the ground when I thank the Lord Tell them motherfuckers that I'm coming for it I wanna cry sometimes Living this life under pressure I wanna die sometimes I gotta keep it together I wanna cry sometimes Living this life under pressure I wanna die sometimes I gotta keep it together I just wanna spread my wings And just be free to fly Maybe one day we'll wake up And just be free to fly Wanna spread my wings and just be free to fly. Maybe one day we'll wake up and just be free to fly. Free to fly. Free to fly. The Lord is so high. Living this life. A constant struggle each and every day. Some wonder why. of another rhyme smoking hoping that some bad news will come some other time because i'm trying to do what i love i love what i do this music is something more different than the weed and the brew that's why we mashing we ain't asking for nothing we working for it push it pedal it to the people they can't ignore it this is for all the independents a few major labels the big studios who still give niggas favors on the mixing and mastering puzzling and plastering the tracks together on tape cds wax or whatever this is for all the engineers who smoke weed can't forget about the production cost and all the hidden fees for another rhyme written we spend time spitting in the booth sometimes it's like a pigeon coop but it's all for the cause 
yeah, so I'm gonna continue to MC and smoke weed, you know I'm rolling up another whistle, listening to the beat again, drinking but we're concentrating, smoke another sweet again, steadily rewinding, trying to make some hot shit, oh what a job this is, another all nighter trying to get it done, barely making home with the morning sun, baby mother thinking that you're on some other shit, oh what a job this is. As easy as it looks to you, I make it look so easy. easy. With the music I be making, the impression I be leaving. A lot of folks, they stop and stare, thinking I'm a trick it off. I roll another bleasy, puff it, pass it, and shake it off. Move on to the next phase, and it's amazing. The next generation of rappers, big Snoop Dogg raising Hmm. That's 15 years in the game, still got the fortune and fame. Yeah, I'm doing my thing, check this and Somebody said that real G's go to heaven. So I'm gonna keep spitting the truth on these fools like a reverend. Stay open like 7-Eleven, that's 24-7. When you need some hot shit, stop by and get you a beverage. I'm serving my rhymes like nickels and dimes. Plug it in, let it play, and let me blow your mind. It's the dominant conglomerate, prominent, and I'ma get what I gotta get. Twist another sweet and pop to the beat. Rolling up another whistle, listening to the beat again. Drinking, but we're concentrating. Smoke another sweet again. Steadily rewinding, trying to make some hot shit. Oh, what a job this is. Another all nighter trying to get it done. Barely making home with the morning sun. Baby mother thinking that you're on some other shit. Oh, what a job this is. We work nights, we some vampires. Niggas gather around the beat like a campfire. Singing folk songs, but not no kumbaya, my lord. You download it for free, we get charged back for it. I know you're saying they won't know, they won't miss it. Besides, I ain't a thief, they won't pay me a visit. So if I come to your job, take your corn on the cob and take a couple kernels off it, that would be all right with you. Hell no, yeah, exact mundo, but we just keep recording and it ain't to get no condo. And candy Bentley Fanny with no panties in Miami, and that cute little chick named Tammy that you took to the Grammy. See, we do it for that boy that graduated that look you in your eyes real tough and say appreciate it and that he wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for your cd number nine and he's standing with his baby mama kiki and she crying time about that they used to get hot to me in hot school and they used to make love to me in college then they told me about their first date listening to my tunes and high heat like tough fingernail polish i say hate to cut you off but i gotta go i wish you could tell me more but i'm off to the studio gotta write tonight hey can you put us in your raps? I don't see why not. Devin is the dude. You gon' probably hear him talking by. Rolling up another whistle, listening to the beat again. Drinking, but we're concentrating. Smoke another sweet again. Steadily rewinding, trying to make some hot shit. Oh, what a job this is. Another all nighter trying to get it done. Barely making home with the morning sun. Baby mother thinking that you're on some other shit. Oh, what a job this is. Yeah, this life we live, what a job this is, real spit, man, a lot of folks want to walk in these shoes, but they just don't know, man, it's a hell of a job, man, to be a rapper, MC, whatever you want to call it, man, we got a lot to deal with, family members we got to always look out for, baby mama nagging, you know what I'm saying, kids need this, and then again, the public need that, we got to make hot music, because if it ain't hot, it don't mean shit. But you know, yeah. it's all in the day's work. What a job this is. <laughs> what a job this is, my nigga. Yeah. What's cracking like in Devin the Dizzle? Yeah. Snoop D.O. Dub, yeah. J Prince, Jazz Prince. Yeah, yeah rap a lot. Yeah. Still on top. 2007. What a job this is.